0: To
1: opinions of beer. Wow. Yeah. Does that have that has a whiffer robot voice because of thick and yeah. dark looking? It looks. You put a lot of oxygen into the fermenting yeast. They go aerobic and they start multiplying. Great American Ale off. But I don't want to drink a bunch of American ales. Cause of death. Dun dun dun. It tastes worse than Bud Light. <laughs> Trade up ten. We go. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. We have EdRay1416. Hello. EdRay, today we have a fun episode. It's wrestling. It's wrestling time. It doesn't feel like wrestling time because of all the um, <clears throat> madness happening in the world right now. But it is indeed time for Wrestle WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania season. Now, uh, Ed Ray, I, I originally had something planned for this episode. Um I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna save that and maybe we should do some maybe um I'm out of ai j jo- <laughs> I'm I'm out of a job right now, and so maybe Sunday we could do a a, a live stream for um I'm going to live stream on YouTube for uh, – uh, well, maybe Saturday and Sunday we could live stream during WrestleMania. and We can do some of those uh, – we can do some segments during those live streams on YouTube and whatnot. Uh, so listeners out there, follow, find us on YouTube because we're going to be doing – if you like wrestling, we're going to be doing some live streaming wrestling segments on YouTube for WrestleMania. That sound good, Ed Ray. Yeah. However, we are we are keeping it in theme this week. This week is all wrestling, WrestleMania week weekend. Um, so we're gonna start off, Ed Ray, with the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is Els El, Ciguano, El Ciguanos uh, is ugh. It's Steve Austin's. It's Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA by El Segundo's Ciguando, Brewing Company. It is 6.7% in alcohol by volume. Broken Skull Indian Pell L, a a badass 6.7 IPA designed by Steve Austin and El Segundo, El Segundo Brewing Company for this working man and woman. It features Citra Cascade and. Chinook hops to deliver big flavor with an easy finish. Now stop reading and start enjoying this awesome beer. Cheers. This better be a good beer. And that's the bottom line.
0: (laughs) Otherwise you're gonna have to give Stone Cold a Stone Cold stutter.
1: Exactly. I'm gonna crack this bad boy open. Oh, Ed Ray, can you believe that Stone Cold came up with a beer? Well, it's because he loves beer so much. He's more of a beer enthusiast than you are. Did you see when I first posted? Uh, when we posted uh, the opinions and beer Twitter account posted that we purchased the beer, and Stone Cold responded with a cheers. Stone Cold himself replied to opinions and beer. You know what that means, Ed Ray? That means Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions and beer podcast exists in this world. <laughs>
0: Question is: Are you going to get a million downloads? Um, am I making it? No. (laughs) Maybe one
1: day. We try to get this
0: podcast. He'll get his attention.
1: Perhaps, perhaps. So I'm pouring this beer. I'm gonna. It's got a nice little head on that. Oh, look! It's disappearing. Sometimes. There we go. Right there. Be sure to get the can in there. Can. I have, to, I have to put it right in front of my face. That way it doesn't... Oh,
0: El Segundo. <laughs> yeah, you had a tough time uh, reading that one. El Segundo. <laughs> yeah, Brewing Company.
1: Broken Skull IPA. Now, I'm going to tr- It smells rather great. It smells like the best IPA in the world. This may be... Let's, let's try this beer. You know what, Ed Ray the style of IPA is actually the style that I don't really like usually, but the way they brewed this one, it's like literally right there on the cuff of it. Like when I say the style, I mean there's certain flavors in there that I taste that are usually in IPAs that I don't like. However, this beer is done so smooth and it's not overly bitter that those flavors are actually decent those are those flavors are pretty good in this beer i mean this is a solid drinkable beer i mean the the hops are there just enough and just the, the um the more earthy flavor that i'm getting from it is very is it's subtle but it's it overpowers the hops comparatively comparatively when these typical these kinds of IPAs, the the hops overtake that earthiness and it makes it taste like bitter dirt. Where this tastes like just not bitter, it tastes like good dirt. <laughs> good. <laughs> Ed Ray, I'm going to give this a solid eight point five out of ten. You hear that stone cold Steve Austin? Eight point five out of ten. This is probably the best. This is one of the best rated beers I've rated in the last uh, month or two.
0: See stone cold, so you 8. can get a good rating for your beer.
1: So I think eight point five is pretty solid. Maybe a nine. It might be a nine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce between eight point five and nine because this is really good. I'm probably gonna buy. This is one of those beers where. Not only is it fridge stock beer, like a previous i p a we've had on the show, you know where you you keep it in your fridge, this is like a really good it's like if, do I have this or this like this is like I save it for special special occasions, and you know I try to save it for as long as possible while keeping it stocked up in the fridge I actually bought um, half the uh the store that got some in. they were the only store that got in the broken school IPA and they, they, they bought one case and I bought half their case. (laughs) So (laughs) some people went there looking for it and they only found one six pack or one four pack left. I'm like, I'm sorry. I bought half of it. (laughs) I bought most of the beers. (laughs) I bought like all of it. So now hopefully, hopefully they get more in. Hopefully they, hopefully, hopefully they see that there's a big uh, demand for it i'm i'm gonna uh i'm definitely gonna stock up i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go by there and see if they got more and stock up so uh so ed ray we were we were originally going to go over and talk about um the top 10 wrestlemanias of all time but i think we're gonna hold off on that we're gonna make this whole week wrestlemania we might do some extra episodes on non-podcast days and whatnot and just uh we'll have to come up with something like i said uh more more of the you know saturday sunday We might do an off episode on saturday and then obviously sunday is a regular episode you usually uh we might make thursday thursday friday saturday sunday we might we might just make an entire wrestlemania weekend podcast event out of it and just we'll produce content the the whole weekend uh, obviously, this episode is airing Thursday, so that means we have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday episode to do. Saturday and Sunday will be live-streamed. Uh, Friday, we may we may uh, pre-record Friday's episode. Um, really depends on what happens tomorrow and the rest of the week. Uh, well, what's today? Today's Tuesday? Usually we post an episode on Uh, Tuesdays, but this episode is being posted Thursday. Uh, Okay, good stuff. Anyways, Ed Ray. Instead, we are going to rank and rate. I have a tier. Can you see my screen? I can see the screen. Okay, we are going to rate and place on tiers the stone because because I have Stone Cold Steve Austin's beer. We are going to rate. Stone Cold Steve Austin's WrestleMania matches, all seven of them. Did you know he's only had seven WrestleManias? It's
0: only because Stone Cold didn't have enough time to wrestle for a whole lot of WrestleManias because of that stupid neck injury he got from Owen Hart. Oh yeah, yeah. It made him. It made him retire in two thousand three because had it not been for that injury, Stone Cold would have wrestled up until two thousand
1: nine. That is true. That is true. I'm a. I I I often think about what would have happened had Stone Cold been able to, been able to just keep going. I mean, like, it, what what do you think would have happened had 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 he not left the company and went against Brock Lesnar back in SummerSlam instead of uh, The Rock?
0: Oh, would have been pretty good. I mean. A SummerSlam match would not be sufficient. I'd have to say, if uh, Stone Cold didn't walk out in two thousand two, it would have been a good. It would have been a good long build to WrestleMania nineteen. That should have been the match right there.
1: Well, you see, he, wa- he But he 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 admitted that he walked out because they wanted to put. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be The Rock versus Brock Lesnar. That was supposed to be the Mania match. So they had to replace um, the Rock. They had a, they they replaced Stone Cold with The Rock, and so they had The Rock face Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam instead. And then obviously it, uh, that kind of started rubbing The Rock the wrong way, and that and that's when um, Hillman he started he started leaving to do movies, and that's when we got Stone Cold versus The Rock in uh, in what's in Stone Cold's uh, no 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 yes Stone Cold's final no. I was going to say that's Stone Cold's final match, but that was... Yes, it was. Yeah. The Rock... The Rock, he... he... WrestleMania... The Rock faced... Psh, uh, what was it? Uh, the Rock faced Hulk Hogan. And then the next year, he faced Stone Cold for the last time. And then he retired... Uh, for a major, for a lengthy, he retired after facing Goldberg. He went and faced Goldberg at Backlash. He retired for a very lengthy amount of time. He came back. He wrestled the tag team match against Evolution at WrestleMania 20, and then you never seen him again, uh, for, except for making fun of Umaga for WrestleMania 23, and then uh, that was about it. And then you seen him come back against to face John Cena. But anyways, that's some fun history talking about. Anyways, let's get to ranking the Stone Cold Steve Austin matches. First up, we have his first match at WrestleMania. WrestleMania 12. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Sabio Vega. Ed Ray, where would you uh, place uh, that match? Would you give it a grade superior, A, B, C, or D? and the S is for superior, and then you have a grade of A to D.
0: Oh, i got to give that match a D.
1: Give it a D. You're saying his first WrestleMania match was not that good?
0: Well, because of uh, Savio Vega, he's a piece of crap in the ring. He's not oh. believable. He was not a believable opponent for Stone Cold, believe it or
1: not. I, I, I don't really know much about him. Uh, what, what led up to this feud? Well, I really don't know much about it either, but
0: from what I understand, Savio Vega uh, was part of the Bone Street crew, which was a counter to the click back in the 1990s, and Savio Vega was getting a mega push back in 1995, but the crowd was not having any of it. So basically, oh, really? Vega was reduced to mid-card, and obviously Stone Cold didn't have a
1: uh, credible opponent
0: at WrestleMania 12, so that's why I put that on the bottom
1: Oh, it was King of the Ring. Oh, this was back in
0: 1996. Yeah, incidentally, Savia Vega was getting pushed at the 1995 King of the Ring just to lose to King Mabel. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. So this was Stone Cold's first feud, and it was a terrible one. Oh, look, he, he beat him. This was before Stone Cold had his did, first knee injury.
1: Did Stone Cold have – um? this is before Stone Cold's uh, promo?
0: Yeah. His promo was at King of the Ring when he won it.
1: Oh, so he wins – he didn't win this match, though. Look. Uh, one thing I can say about Stone Cold was
0: that – after his dude it's with Savio Vega came whatever. to an end, everything would can't be
1: all stop right. Recording. Okay, Ed Ray. I'm going to have to figure out a way to – I don't know I'm going to edit that, but I'm going to try at some point. Because uh, I know we're using a different way to record right now. Anyways, so yeah, dude. That's so, so King of the Ring. so I guess he beats he beats – uh, Sabio Vega at King of the Ring. He wins King of the Ring, and then I guess they conclude their their feud at WrestleMania. Is that what happened? I think it went
0: on after WrestleMania into King of the Ring, and it was just a mess.
1: Oh King! Oh WrestleMania was before King of the Ring. Yeah, didn't you know that? No, I'm my bad. I thought that. I I guess I did not know. That was, Okay, yeah, yeah. So. So WrestleMania happens, he beats uh Vega. Their feud continues. Their feud continues into uh into King of the Ring. Uh, stone Cold, he then beats, he wins King of the Ring. And then I guess he goes on to feud with does he feud with Shawn Michaels next?
0: Well, he feuded with Bret Hart first.
1: Oh, okay. So that... uh that was 12. So WrestleMania 13, we here we are. He goes into a feud with Bret Hart after that. Him and Bret Hart have a have what many consider one of the best matches, if not the best matches in WrestleMania history, and that was Stone Cold versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. What would you rate this match on this, uh, on this board right here? Superior? Oh, obvious, and-
0: oh, obviously, it's got to go to Superior. I mean, superior. What match can top
1: that? I don't know. I think that's that's a fair point, Ed Ray. It's 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 it's. Well, uh, think about it.
0: This was Stone Cold's only five star match in WWE because you had a compelling storyline, a great build up to the feud. It was an intense match, and the story was being told excellently.
1: And it's and one to of the... And
0: even f- add to that, Stone Cold turned into a tweener instead of a outright heel, while Bret Hart evolved from a baby face and then turned heel.
1: Yeah. So I mean, this is one of the. This is one of the only times I can remember where a successful double turn has happened. How many?
0: This feud feud was so hot that Bret Hart wanted to drop the title to Stone Cold at Survivor Series 1997, but that
1: wasn't the case because of Shawn Michaels. Oh, jeez. so, uh, have you, had, do you remember any other, any other time where a, a double turn happened that was uh, as successful?
0: I think Jake Roberts versus the honky Dog man at WrestleMania three. Oh, so
1: it's been, but I mean, that was, this is WrestleMania 13. So that's, that's 10 years. So it took 10 years for them to recreate something like that in a modern setting. And, you know, the, the modern crowd, you know, the slowly became more and more it's, I feel like crowds became harder and harder to please as time uh, went on.
0: That's because the crowd, uh, the crowd, uh, got themselves sobered and smartened up for the business. Oh, <laughs> because they were on dr- they were on drugs when Hulk Hogan was wrestling. Okay,
1: <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, I'm on acid, man. Thank you, Hulk Hogan. I'm a real American." Whoa, whoa, whoa. Then 1991, whoa, Bret Hart is so
0: good. Why was I cheering for Hulk Hogan
1: again? Uh. And then when do they uh, – when does this happen? Is this 96? WrestleMania
0: 13 was in 1997.
1: Oh, 97, my bad. So 97, they're like, oh, F Bret Hart. Bret Hart's Canadian. (laughs) We want an American badass. (laughs) No pun intended for The Undertaker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh, you, do you see that? Do you think? Do you see that? Um, Undertaker is going to be. It looks like he's going to be the American bad. Well, not American badass, but maybe Big Evil when he faces uh, AJ Styles. Let's hope it's a good match. Yeah, well, it's going to it's going to take place in a graveyard. It's not going to take place in a ring. It's going to take place off site in a graveyard. All right, that's interesting. Anyways, moving on, and then the following year. I believe it was the following year, uh, Stone Cold. He's red hot. He just became babyface. He goes. Uh, I guess uh, Bret Hart leaves at um, was that SummerSlam or Survivor Series. What are you Hart. talking Hart. W- when does Bret Hart leave the company?
0: Survivor Series 1997 because See? of the Montreal Screwjob.
1: See, okay, so 97. So then 98 rolls around and Shawn Michaels about to leave because he's being a pompous. And uh, and so we have Stone Cold Steve Austin take on Shawn Michaels in what many many thought to believe Shawn Michaels' last match. Is that right?
0: Up until 2002, because of Shawn Michaels' back injury and drugs. Yeah, I mean, it's, let's face it. If Shawn Michaels didn't ha- did not have that back injury, then he would have been dead by 1999 because of all the drugs that he took.
1: So, uh, where where do you rank this match? This uh, uh, Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels. A C. A C? Oh, you didn't like it?
0: it? It was a passable match. I mean, the story was okay, but Shawn Michaels being in pain and wrestling with a back injury and being doped up because of it, it really didn't make the wrestling match look credible. It was only good because Stone Cold won his first uh, WWE title. <laughs>
1: uh,. <laughs> So, um, next up, we have the first time that The Rock and Stone Cold went against each other. What, uh, where would you rate that match? I, I really don't remember. What, wh- which match was it that uh, The Rock sold the uh, stunner like so crazy where they like, hopped in the air? I have to say
0: WrestleMania 17.
1: It was the it was 17 match. Was that their first – that was their first encounter? I can't remember what their first counter was. We well, have, their first uh, encounter
0: in general was back in 1997 when Stone Cold was uh, fighting for the Intercontinental Championship.
1: Let's see. They wrestled at 17, 19, and did they wrestle at 18 or 16? 15, 17,
0: 19.
1: Oh, they did 15, 17, 19. Okay. So WrestleMania – so WrestleMania fifteen, how would where would you rate that? I guess it's going to have to be a B. A B, okay dokie. WrestleMania, and then, uh, and then we got WrestleMania fifteen as a B. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin faced off against The Rock at WrestleMania fifteen. This was a no disqualification match. Mankind. Was the special guest referee for the match? Austin was able to defeat The Rock to win the title. This became this came after plenty of interference from Vince McMahon. Oh no!
0: And that is the reason why the first confrontation was not as eventful as, let's say, nineteen.
1: Well, is that when Stone Cold turned heel? No. Oh, I thought Stone Cold. When did I thought Stone Cold? Uh, Became like Vince McMahon's friend or whatever.
0: That was 17.
1: Damn. Then why did Vince, why did Vince McMahon help Stone Cold win in that? In, uh, let's see. Stone Cold Steve Austin faced off against the Rock at WrestleMania 17. This was a no disqualification match for the WWF Championship. Stone Cold ended up winning after about 28 minutes. The show ended with Stone Cold shaking hands. Vince McMahon so Vince McMahon I guess helped him win twice or was Vince McMahon trying to help The Rock win in the first time
0: he was trying to help The Rock win in the first time that was why it was not such a good thing because of the constant interference and constant skull bashing
1: etc so uh, where do you rank their second matchup at (sighs) that's a
0: tough one but
1: I guess I'm going to have to give it an A because it was hey. better than the first confrontation. And then uh, we the the next time we see Stone Cold at Mania, they take a break from fighting each other, and uh, Stone Cold faces off against Scott Hall, while The Rock faces off against uh, Hulk Hogan. Um, I think the the original plans were supposed to be the opposite. Is that is that right?
0: Yeah, but Hogan didn't want to do the job for Stone Cold, and Stone Cold didn't want to do the job for Hogan. Well, why you know did Hogan? Ho- why Hogan's did Hogan, an egotistical piece of crap. But,
1: but why did Hogan want to do the job for The Rock?
0: I guess because he saw charisma in The Rock and he had connections with The Rock's family. So I guess he wanted to do a time honor tradition for him rather than a rattlesnake.
1: You know what? But at the end of the day, I think, I think the, rock, the Rock and Hulk Hogan, they, they have a very – I think they have a more similar style to, of wrestling was very uh, thematic. I don't know if Stone Cold would have uh, done well with Hulk Hogan.
0: Yeah, but Stone Cold's star power was far higher than Hulk Hogan's ever was. Yeah, that that is true. Because if it wasn't for Stone Cold, then WWE would have gone bankrupt. I believe. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's true. That's that's too true. But um, so where would you rank this match with him and Scott Haw, though? C. Give that a C right here. Now, now should we – is it better than the Shawn Michaels match or worse? They're both the same. Oh, the same? Okay, so it doesn't matter where you put them. Okay. And then we have Stone Cold's final match. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock, the third encounter at Mania. At WrestleMania 19, Stone Cold Steve Austin faced against The Rock at WrestleMania 19. This was their third and final WrestleMania match against each other. The Rock ended up winning after about 18 minutes. This is the final WrestleMania match of Stone Cold's career. And final match of his career, I do believe. Unless they, I think they might count him fighting um, Eric Bischoff on Raw or something. I think he might have fought him on Raw once, but... Not too, I can't, I'm not too, uh, my memory is faded, Ed Ray. I have a bad memory. I've come That's to That's what turn. happens when
0: you drink so much beer.
1: Yeah, says you. <laughs> so where would you rank Stone Cold's final match against The Rock at WrestleMania 19? It's got to be an A. Got to be an A. Is it better or worse than their second encounter?
0: I'd have to say it's better because there's a, clean ending this time okay there are no chair shots it's a pure wrestling match tells a great story
1: is that crazy that that technically both of stone colds uh bo- both matches where stone cold won, there were shenanigans in place and then the match where the rock won it was clean
0: oh yeah it was stone colds only clean loss
1: in wwe oh really Jeez, you think you'd have well, like a well,
0: well? Wait, wait a minute. It was his first clean loss since Bret Hart pinned him in Survivor
1: Series, nineteen ninety six. Okay, yeah, that's what I say. Uh, you know him? How? There's, there's like, there's not, there's not that many wrestlers that have like, uh, that have like these lengthy, you know, no clean loss, you know, victory type things like Undertaker for the longest time he uh he never lost he would never lose clean you know he, it was always like a dirty tactic if he lost um until Brock Lesnar squashed him <laughs> so i guess i guess that was the tipping point where uh where undertaker could lose clean is uh if brock lesnar squashes you then you can lose clean to uh people <laughs> yeah. uh uh, I don't know. Has Randy Orton ever beat um, Taker clean at like a non at non WrestleManias?
0: Could have been on a SmackDown before, but I can't remember.
1: I know I can't remember either. I feel like, you know, I, I've been rewatching a bunch of um, old wrestling at Ray, right? especially JBL. I, uh, you know, JBL was kind of a boring wrestler, but he was in some crazy matches.
0: Well, one match. There's only one match that comes to mind, and it's JBL versus the Blue Meanie, especially oh, when JBL gets his
1: skull bashed in by Stevie Richards. Dude, dude, you know you know how much you know JBL is in like he's in like the most bloodiest matches of WWE history. I mean, just whether it was
0: his own match with the uh, the Blue Meanie or his match against uh, Eddie Guerrero.
1: Yeah, he actually actually I was. um I'm I'm thinking that Eddie, you know he, he went against Eddie, Eddie Guerrero he did that nasty there was that nasty spot with the chair and uh, I think it was a bad blade job they said it might have been
0: well, it wasn't just a bad blade job for Eddie Guerrero, but he also suffered a concussion from that match.
1: Dude, yeah, he it was a it was a nasty shot with the chair, and like he's just in there gushing blood. He's gushing blood the entire match. Uh, well, the entire ending of the match was just, it felt like it felt really long. <laughs> the bleeding. What's crazy is I think you know that match actually Eddie Guerrero. It's funny. It goes down in history as like the most blood spilt in a in a match for WWE. That Eddie Guerrero and that's which is crazy to me that the then again JBL got busted up at the end too, so they're both bleeding. But I mean, that's the number one most blood spilt. You know what number two was? It was a year later when JBL faced off against John Cena, In that I Quit match. In the I Quit match, that's the second. They that was a. Uh, Apparently that was the second most blood spilt in a WWE match. So that was back-to-back years at Judgment Day JBLs involved in the two highest blood loss matches <laughs> in WWE history. <laughs> is that nuts? And then after that is like it was like Triple H and Cactus Jack at a No Way Out 2000. <laughs> so I think it's just it's just crazy. I can't believe, like JBL is just so. I guess he's just so mean. He's just such a mean wrestler.
0: Yeah, and that's why he got his uh, lights punched out a couple
1: of times. Jeez. What's some of your? Our, I guess let's talk about. Um, our ranking here is done. We uh, we ranked. Here's our ranking for Stone Cold Steve Austin's matches. Number one. Best Stone Cold Steve Austin match is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13, followed by um, Stone Cold versus The Rock at WrestleMania 19, and then then Stone Cold versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17, and then Stone Cold versus The Rock at 15, 15, right? Yeah and then Stone Cold versus Scott Hall, and then Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels, and then worst match in Stone Cold's WrestleMania career, Stone the very first Mania that he was at, and that's Stone Cold versus Vega. Uh, are you uh, wh- wh- a – what's your thoughts about um Mania so far, Ed Ray? Let's give our well,
0: – Well, the fact that it's being taped and there's going to be multiple uh, – locations and two days and no crowd at all. I mean, it's going to be impossible to get engaged in that kind of uh, wrestling event.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be – it's two days, but it's too short. A lot of people are liking it because it's going to be too short uh, events. Let's look at the matches they got planned. Jesus, they got 16 matches planned.
0: Well, I know Goldberg versus Roman Reigns won't happen because Roman Reigns confirmed that he backed out.
1: Yeah, we gotta replace some of these. Are some of these need to be updated? This Wikipedia has not updated. Let's do WrestleMania 36 matches update. Yeah, because I've had a constantly update.
0: Let's see. All right, matches
1: revealed. Update on matches. Oh, uh, they're not. They're, so they have not confirmed. Nobody's confirmed Braun Strowman. It looks like it's just rumors.
0: If, if Braun Strowman wins the Universal Championship, we should riot.
1: But look, they're saying that it's still not. That people are just speculating Braun Strowman. That it's not a a a guarantee that it's going to be Braun Strowman.
0: Well, let's hope it's not because he deserves backlash for what he said on
1: social media about independent wrestling. So we have. So who do you think is going to win? Roman Reigns replacement or Goldberg?
0: Goldberg, obviously, because he's not going to drop the belt to anybody.
1: <laughs> he going <has> to <laughs> drop it to Roman Reigns. How crazy is that, that like Bill Goldberg gets an extra month as champion because of coronavirus?
0: They might as well save the Goldberg versus Roman Reigns match for SummerSlam.
1: Or when this is over. We don't know when this is going to be over. Or. Oh, you know, I, I, hopefully, you know, let's, let's say SummerSlam. Hopefully SummerSlam, all this is over. They can do Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. You know what? That sounds, that sounds like a SummerSlam match anyways. If you think about it, Spear versus Spear. That's very summery and kind of hokey. It's very, uh, it's kind of like the icon versus, it's kind of like, you know, Hulk Hogan versus uh, Shawn Michaels, icon versus all those uh weird matches they do at SummerSlam. Well, let's
0: hope when Roman Reigns versus Goldberg finally happens, that Roman Reigns doesn't oversell like Shawn Michaels. Right. <laughs>
1: <That> was, <laughs> I still think that's the funniest shit. <laughs> when Shawn Michaels would oversell for Hulk Hogan, it pissed Hulk Hogan off so bad. He's <laughs> like, "What the fuck are you doing?"
0: <laughs> we don't see too much overselling nowadays.
1: <laughs> that's just funny. Anyways, we got the the Raw Women's Title match, which may. Because Roman Reigns is being replaced, that may headline uh, Saturday night, they think. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch. Who do you think has got that match? I, I, I'm I, hoping Shayna Baszler wins. Uh, but I just don't know if they're going to switch. I don't know if they're going to do title changes at Mania, dude. I don't know if yeah, anyone –
0: Yeah, with no crowd. I mean, what's there to celebrate?
1: So I just don't know. I, I hope Shayna Baszler wins, but yeah, they may She may just... win
0: she may win by a count out or a disqualification.
1: Oh, I could see a DQ finish. Like if she bites her or something or keeps punching her because she's like a UFC fighter or whatever, or she's supposed to be some kind of fighter, and so she's gonna keep punching. her.
0: Or kick uh, Becky below the belt because Becky's the man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be pretty funny. Uh, then we have the Fire Firefly Funhouse match: John Cena versus the Fiend. Now this is being filmed off location, and this is one of, this is one of one of the many matches that are going to be filmed off location. Who's 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 winning this?
0: I'm going to have to say Bray Wyatt.
1: Yeah, you know uh, these um. This could be the best match for
0: WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I, well, I think I think I think a lot of these, a lot of these off location matches, I think they're going to be what makes this WrestleMania special. I think all the regular matches are going to be dull. They maybe John Cena versus The Fiend should close Saturday. Wouldn't that make sense to have all just like the regular in house matches go on and then have like the specialty match Close, just so it's like it ends on a on a like a like a cinematic note instead of just ending with no crowd. I think I think they should end they should end WrestleMania with these specialty matches. So I think John Cena and the Fiend should should close Mania. To be honest, Alright. Anyways, uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins.
0: wish died several months ago. I mean, it's so annoying to watch.
1: Hey, but his, uh, Kevin Owens uh, had a pretty awesome promo on Raw, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, these two are c- cutting good promos, but, I mean, this thing's just gone on for too long.
1: It really I mean, has. They're,
0: they're, yeah, there's no proper build to it. I mean, if there was a proper build to it, then I'd be accepting of it, but every time these two have faced each other in the ring, it's either a clean loss for Kevin Owens on TV when that shouldn't be happening. I mean, neither of these pe- people should be losing clean on television. WWE don't believe in protecting their wrestlers anymore. That's the problem. That's why they get buried so much.
1: Why Why? Why do you think they don't believe in that anymore?
0: I don't know, but if you can't protect your wrestlers by having a screwy finish on television that builds interest, then it's going to mean nothing by the time the blow-off match occurs. Account- occurs
1: i guess not sunday it looks like sunday night's gonna have the uh the most matches so must saturday must be like just like the random matches looks like they just have like one two three four they have four matches on saturday scheduled and then they have like one two three four five six seven eight nine they have like all the matches (laughs) scheduled jesus they have like every match in the world scheduled for uh sunday they need a. They need to throw some more matches over Saturday night's way, unless uh, Firefly Funhouse is going to be an hour long match.
0: <laughs> Firefly Funhouse could be an hour long match, and it'd be the best one.
1: Yeah. Um. Sunday night. Uh, I hate that. They, I hate they're listing them. Uh. These best matches. The worst. are uh, Anyways. Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. I'm. I think uh I think Brock Lesnar might win. I think they might keep Brock Lesnar champion. I think I think I think Drew McIntyre should win. If there's if there's anyone to pull the uh trigger on right now it's Drew McIntyre, especially with that Rocky the uh that Rocky uh trailer promo that he did where they went and filmed that uh Rocky segment. <laughs> uh, that shit was good. Even even um even your brother, Ed Ray, uh, loved, uh, loved watching that. And he knows nothing about uh, wrestling, but he watched the uh, Drew McIntyre uh, p- uh, video package where he's doing the whole Rocky training to fight uh, Brock Lesnar. Anyways, who, 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 what are your thoughts on this match?
0: As much as I want Drew McIntyre to win, sadly, it's going to have to stay on Brock Lesnar because, again, there's no crowd. I mean, if you're going to have Drew McIntyre win with no crowd, that's not a good storytelling.
1: Well, you see they have ideas to live stream the crowd where they're going to have people you can, like, tune in and live stream yourself uh, reacting to the matches.
0: Well, it really doesn't matter. I mean, if there's no crowd in attendance, then if you win a championship that's supposed to mean a whole lot to you, then it's kind of worthless. It's meaningless. Yeah. Because with no crowd, who's going to talk about it in the long run? Uh,
1: uh, I guess you're right. But we'll see what happens. We're, we'll see what they try to do. Uh, hopefully they make this work. I don't – Man, I am really worried about WrestleMania. I really hope they make WrestleMania work. They just, they're going to do their best, I guess. Uh, next up, we have the NXT women's title match Charlotte Flair versus Ray Ripley. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts?
0: Charlotte's going to be the one winning. She always wins at WrestleMania. <laughs> Is she undefeated?
1: No, she's not. She lost.
0: Uh, well, well, she lost last year, but she won an incredible amount of WrestleManias, and I still look back at the controversial finish between her and Oscar at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, no, that is con- that was controversial. Oscar should have won that match. Uh, uh, I I agree. With, I think I think uh, Charlotte Flair is going to win and uh, become champion, even though. Uh, I think most people most people want Ray Ripley to win. I feel like SummerSlam, do you think SummerSlam is just going to be a WrestleMania rematch show?
0: Very likely because at least with SummerSlam, hopefully by July or August or whatever month it airs, that the crowd will finally be able to come back to wrestling and liven up the shows because we need the crowd.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Fatal Five. Fatal five way elimination match for the SmackDown Women's title. Who 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 you, who's your money on? I want to say S- Sasha Banks. Yeah, I could see that. I can see. Sasha has been praising this um, man a lot lately. Uh, that may mean that she has a title around her waist soon, and, and it makes sense uh, storyline wise. Going to be good. Good to yeah, see because, Sasha Banks the- and Bailey.
0: Yeah, the Sasha Banks and Bailey feud should have been around for quite a long time.
1: Wait, I got a message from somebody? What's up?
0: Yeah, it looks like a television station.
1: I'm going to read that online. I'm going to read that. Let's people see that I, I... Hey, no one steal my porn information. No, wrong one. Wrong porn information. What are they saying to me? Hey, Adam, thanks for reaching out. Oh, no, this was old.
0: If it's a recent date,
1: I sent this a long time ago. They're just now. I I already sent this. Oh, CC CC guidelines. They, They oh they must have sent me it twice. Oh, they they must have they they didn't know that I already got the email so they sent it again in hopes that I'll uh, reach back out I guess that's fine we'll figure something out with them anyways guys we may be doing uh, a show live on the oh fuck what happened to my what happened to my stuff did I exit out of it new new oh where'd the matches go Wrestlemania 30 matches update where my matches go i'm trying to i'm trying to talk about wrestlemania damn it damn it wanted to read that online <laughs> we're keeping it uh very potty ed ray very potty episode obviously there's video now uh we are uploading the video onto youtube for, uh, as extra content for people who can watch and see the magic at work uh so that's what we're doing. We've, uh, we're uploading the video. We are still on audio on all iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. Every freaking where. Anyways, uh, I, I agree, Sasha Banks. Next up, we have the Raw Tag Team titles. Angel Gazara and in the – and – no – that's this is wrong. This wasn't updated, huh? Andrade
0: has just been pulled due to an injury.
1: Yeah, who who did they replace with him?
0: Wish I could tell you.
1: No, it's an NXT person. Fuck. It's a it's a new it's actually a new NXT person. Uh, Raw, Tag. Oh shit. I don't know why is it why is it trying to do that to me? Okay, look, it was there. Okay. Raw tag title WrestleMania NXT Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? They just why are they updating this stuff like they're supposed to? Like nothing's being updated. Nothing's being fucking updated. But the NXT guy, Austin Theory. Okay, apparently, um apparently. Uh, who's Brock Lesnar's manager? Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Apparently, Paul Heyman sees something in Austin Theory, and so they called Austin Theory up from the NXT. I think Austin Theory's been, Austin Theory has been in NXT for maybe, maybe like a month, maybe a month or two months. And Paul, but Paul Heyman sees something in him, and they uh he he pulled some strings and got him called up to the main roster to be in this uh this tag championship match for mania so we have angel we have angel garza and austin theory versus the street profits who's going to win this match
0: i'm going to have to say garza
1: and theory i know i think i think they're going to have him win just because it's thrown together to make it be like oh look well, Is- not
0: to mention Garza, in theory, have charisma, while Street Profits are just a bunch of jokes.
1: Are they jokes? Yes, they are. Who, who, uh, who's better, Street Profits or Crime Time? Crime Time, because they had charisma. Oh, you know what? You're right. I thought you were going to say that...
0: I they- mean, do you remember JTG and his match with Santino Marella where he oversold the Cobra?
1: yes. yes they were great you know what yeah that's why i i I was watching um (laughs) crime time they were they were like with the godfather or somebody at one of these wrestlemanias i was watching wrestlemania uh an old one crime time was in it and i was like man crime time was so funny they were so they were so fun to watch it sucks that the usos have stolen their gimmick (laughs) the usos have stolen crime times gimmick and (laughs) but uh I, I do miss Crime Time uh quite a bit. I miss them. Uh I think they could have made a a decent faction with uh R Truth at some point. I think R Truth could have made a pretty good faction with uh Crime Time. Uh that's just my opinion. Okay, uh next up we have the Intercontinental title match, Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. This is a this is a dream match for some people. For a lot of these, uh, a lot of those uh, smart marks, a lot of the smart marks, this is a dream match. Did
0: this would, this would easily be the match of the night if there was a crowd at WrestleMania. I so know this is a huge injustice that they're wrestling in
1: front of no crowd. I know this is. I mean, this is pretty, pretty insane. Uh, before the IC if, title, if there,
0: if there is anybody that could bring prestige to the Intercontinental title, it's Daniel Bryan.
1: I mean, it looks like Braun Strowman just isn't getting his uh rematch is that what happened he didn't he didn't get a rematch
0: no he didn't and he deserves no rematch because of that stupid thing
1: he said on social media oh my goodness <laughs> you gotta you gotta separate uh a tv show for uh the real people <laughs> uh uh so who, who, who who'd who, you say was gonna win this brian or Sami Zayn? Oh, I go,
0: I'm going with Daniel Bryan because there's no way Daniel Bryan cannot win this title because this is a very important thing for him.
1: No, uh, I think I think his uh, his partner turns on him and he loses. Who's his uh, friend that's exploiting the weakness? They had a really good match at Chamber. Drew Gulak. Yes, I think Drew Gulak. I think Drew Gulak turns on turns on Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan loses and it's going to continue the feud with him and uh, Drew Lack. or maybe Drew Lack accidentally screws Daniel Bryan over and but you f- they'll later find out that he's really a jerk off <laughs> it's got to happen it's got to happen in some way like that you know where like where like they build up this where well, oh Daniel Bryan and him and Drew lag they're still going to be buddies or whatever even though he screwed over uh, the IC title match but we'll see I think I'm going with Sami Zayn I'm I'm gonna say they're gonna keep the title on Sami Zayn I'm other than that five way elimination match I think I think most of these championships are being kept on the champions except uh yeah just about everybody. Even Ray, I'm I'm gonna say Ray. I, I'm changing my vote to Ray Ripley. I think I think all the champions retain except for the elimination match, and uh, yeah, that's it. So then we have a triple threat ladder match. Uh, but the Miz apparently sick. It might have coronavirus. So the Miz,
0: which is yeah, the Miz is the reason why Roman Reigns pulled out of WrestleMania yeah so because he showed up to work sick, and
1: Roman Reigns has a compromised immune system. so this may, this may be a, a triple threat uh, this this might be a triple threat singles match for the tag team titles. What would you think about that? What would, you, what would you think about John Morrison versus Juan Uso versus one New day member?
0: Well, I've seen this before, you know, in a ladder match on Raw in 2003 when. Kane and I think the Hurricane or somebody else was his tag team champion, but uh, his tag team partner, but Kane's partner was out of commission. So he ended up wrestling the ladder match against many other tag teams on his own.
1: Oh, really? Winning
0: it, so it is possible that Morrison could win this match on his own.
1: I think. I think this would be the big push for Morrison. I mean, Morrison just came back. They've kind of lost a bunch. They're not really doing that hot – uh on tv matches uh you know they they won a few matches and then right when they right when they become champions they then start losing all their matches so what's up with that but uh i think john morrison you know yeah they they were saying they were going to make a triple threat singles competition where just one of each member is in the match but if if it's only john morrison versus two tag teams and then john morrison wins that puts John Morrison over so freaking good. Especially coming back, and it's going to put him over. And if they have a good I, – I, God knows John Morrison and Kofi Kingston, especially John Morrison and Kofi Kingston can make this ladder match special for what it is in front of no audience. This ladder match, I think, I think the ladder match is going to be – it's going to be hard to beat as far as match of the night, if they do it proper, uh, it's hit or miss, right? Cause the Usos are kind of, the, the Usos are, are kind of stale. They're kind of boring. They're kind of, uh, they're very super kick oriented. They do like one move, you know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to just say that this is going to be, it's a hit or miss. This, this could be the match of the night or it could be, you know, be, uh, passable. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with John Morrison winning as well. Uh, did you say John Morrison? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the women's tag titles Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar as- and Carrie Sane. What's your thoughts? <laughs> I'm
0: going to have to say the Kabuki Warriors because Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they, they're not good as tag team tag team specialist. Yeah. I mean, Alexa Bliss is a lousy baby face, and Nikki Cross has potential, but she's being buried by doing this tag team match.
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel like Alexa Bliss... Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross just aren't that great as a tag team, but they're good They're good solos. Alexa yeah, Bliss. I mean,
0: Nikki Cross has a whirlwind of potential as a single star, but WWE constantly buries her.
1: And Alexa Bliss is a, I mean, she's a solid heel. And I don't know why they, you know, she was at, she was once, I mean, she was once the top female heel of the company, wasn't she not? Wasn't she like the top female heel battling against a baby-faced Nia Jax? I mean, what's up? What's up with that? She but um, Nia
0: Jax, I heard she could be returning this year.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be good to see, a Nia Jack's return. Uh, but yeah, I think I think uh, I think we're we're gonna stick with the, the champions retaining this Mania. I think we're not gonna see that many, if any. We're not gonna see that many, if any, title changes at this year's Mania. I think I think the the money, the bread and butter, are actually gonna be these specialty matches uh, that we're gonna talk about right now last man standing match edge versus randy orton now they've already said that now this match might this match might take place uh off site because they said that a lot of the specialty matches and uh matches with stipulations won't take place at the performance center so i think the last man standing match might actually take place off off site Maybe at a, uh, I think they were filming some matches over in a uh, in a field or something, and like a football field and whatnot. Um, This is like Edge versus Randy Orton is one of the, it's it's the best, it's the best built match on the card. I think. (laughs) This is the only the the, Edge versus Randy Orton is the only match that's really been built up. and uh, it's a last man standing. I kind of – it's almost disappointing that it's last man standing. I kind of wish it was a, um, uh, a regular match. But with that being said, last man standing will be uh, – it's going to be brutal. It's going to be fun. Who's winning this, Ed Ray? i say Randy Orton. No. Because no. Edge doesn't have that many
0: years left to wrestle and Randy Orton still has plenty in the tank.
1: You know, in the back of my head, in the back of my head, I feel I feel like Randy Orton could win. In the back of my head, I feel like they might only because Edge has a uh, he signed a um a temporary or not a temporary but like a um a couple matches a year contract. And with that being said, yeah, Edge could easily lose and then not show up for a while and then come back. SummerSlam.
0: <laughs> you yeah, know I mean, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Randy Orton loses, then he loses his heat. And he exactly. needs to have his heat in order to get over.
1: Oh, man, I, I hate saying that. I hate it. I hate it, Ed Ray. Okay, fine, Ed Ray. Randy Orton is going to beat Edge at WrestleMania. But I think Edge, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be shenanigans. I think Edge is going to get a pretty good beat down on Randy Orton most of the match. I think Randy Orton comes out of nowhere with the RKO out of nowhere and uh, and then he does some some kind of shenanigans that uh a lot of last man standing matches have been doing lately where like they tip uh, tables over on people or uh, they fucking um, handcuff people so they can't get up. You know, I think it's going to end in a shenanigans type of uh, way if Randy Orton wins. I think if Edge wins in legit, where he just knocks Randy Orton out, maybe with a uh, concerto. Uh, oh, Randy Orton could do the concerto to Edge. That could happen. Get the 10 count. Uh, that's, that r- 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 See, uh, and that's why I pulled back from saying that triple threat would be the match of the night because I think... I think Edge and Randy Orton, it will be. I think it will be match of the night. I think, I think, I think Edge versus Randy Orton is going to be match of the night. That's going to be good, good match. Next up, we have the Boneyard match. We've got old. Oh, we have a uh, Big Evil Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Who do you picking?
0: Oh, it's got to be the Undertaker.
1: Yes. Yes, I do think it's the Undertaker. I think uh, there, there's some speculation. There's, uh, there's been some rumors that Michelle McCool might come in and hit AJ Styles with her finisher move, which is, which is very similar to – which is basically the Styles Clash. But it's called the Faith Breaker. And uh, they think Michelle McCool might help Undertaker win the match. What do you think about that?
0: Well it'll be a cathartic ending to a feud that isn't as good as I expected
1: it to be it's not it's it's not that good you said It's not really that good i mean
0: name dropping people's real names and stuff like that i mean <laughs> how's that supposed to get heat
1: because it's real it's a it's a real- it's a real life feud because w because w w e forgot to mention the lay McCool tag team and the best women's tag team. And it's so, all basically AJ this is under-
0: so basically this is Undertaker's FU to WWE, huh?
1: Is it? It might be. No, but I think <laughs> I think this is like a weird way to incorporate Michelle McCool into Undertaker's uh uh life because I you know they never mentioned Michelle they, they've never mentioned Michelle McCool until recently, until literally recently, so I think I think the whole Michelle McCool thing and Undertaker mad at WWE. I think that's all a gimmick, and that's all playing into this uh, storyline.
0: So basically, uh, this storyline is to honor Michelle McCool and Barry AJ Styles at the same time.
1: Nice, <laughs> yo, yeah, that hey, they're, they're saying that the boneyard because this is a boneyard match. Nobody knows that is, so a lot of people are thinking it's a. Uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a buried alive match, but inside of a cemetery. So instead of like a buried alive match at the performance center, it's gonna be at a legitimate cemetery. And they think that um, yeah, that Michelle McCool, because you can't have a buried alive match without interference. So I think Michelle McCool is gonna come in and hit AJ Styles with the Faith Breaker and help Taker, uh, Old Man Undertaker roll AJ Styles and. Uh, the click, is that the click? Whoever says the uh, OC, the OC, and roll the OC into the uh, into the grave. What do you think about that? Would that be a good ending if Michelle McCool and Undertaker, uh, beat AJ Styles and um, AJ Styles' goons?
0: Yeah, it'd be a perfect way for the Undertaker to retire after the match is over.
1: Oh, with his wife, that you know that would be good. That would be a good way for him and his wife to uh, end things like that. Anyways, uh, so we think Undertaker's winning. Uh, Next up, we have these thrown-together matches we're going to go through, uh, these last three, Uh, Elias versus King Corbin. (sighs) Why even have this match? This match is so random. Is because they dispute were. Have, does,
0: this feud is so random. I mean, it makes me no sense.
1: Well, it's. I think it's because they want to have Elias at Mania, but then everyone complained that John Cena was going to face Elias. They're like, why even do it? It's <laughs> so, and so when they put John Cena with the Fiend. This is going to be the worst match of the night. <laughs> Elias versus King Corbin. It makes no sense. Just and like then, Bobby
0: Lashley versus Aleister Black makes no sense.
1: Well, they they yeah, but they the thing with Bobby Lashley and Alistair Black they they need Bobby Lashley to to be doing something, and then Alistair Black he he's doing that whole angle where he's like, oh, I need someone tougher, and then Bobby Lashley just came off of like the feud with Rusev winning. Unless
0: Brock Lesnar interferes and decides to cause Lashley to his match with Alistair Black, I don't see any interest in the match.
1: I I know. It's hard to I, I kinda want Bobby Lashley to win. I kinda I kinda want Bobby Lashley to win. And maybe Alistair Black's like, oh no, uh whatever. You know, what can I do? You know, uh Alistair Black was um considered uh b- before they put but before they picked Drew McIntyre, Alistair Black was the one considered to go against uh Brock Lesnar at uh, Mania. And that would have been a good match. <sighs> it is what it is. I think Bobby Lashley's gonna win. No, I think Aleister Black's gonna win, but I I, I think Bobby Lashley should win. Cause I think Bobby Lashley Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg are Bobby Lashley versus See, they should have picked Bobby Lashley to face Goldberg so they could do Spear versus Spear steal. Because even though Bobby Lashley uh, had to take away the Spear, he's doing the, uh, the, dom- the the Dominator again. But Bobby Lashley could have replaced Roman Reigns so we could still have Spear versus Spear. And then everybody wants Bobby Lashley versus uh, Goldberg or Bobby Lashley versus Lesnar. So if they if they do not build... Bobby Lashley versus one of those two to SummerSlam. I mean they are wasting Bobby Lashley cuz that's all people want. Bobby La- they want Bobby Lashley, the fucking UFC guy, the undefeated cuz Bobby Lashley's only lost in MMA due to um uh, uh cheat cheating cuz people kicked him in the dick. Like people like call him out, they're like, "Oh dude, you kicked Bobby Lashley in the dick and you beat him. Like how is that fair?" And then uh I think points, but he's not, he's, you know, he's never lost. Bobby Lashley has, lit, has never lost MMA clean. <laughs> so I think that's just, that's just one of those things, you know, they they want to see Bobby Lashley go against these, uh, these fighter guys, man, these big dudes. They want to see him against, go against Goldberg. They want to see him go against Brock Lesnar. Uh, I think they're, I think they're wasting. It's the second time they've had Bobby Lashley and it's the second time they're start, they're wasting them. And it really pisses me off, Ed Ray. I don't know know if you can tell, but I'm a Bobby Lashley mark, and I want them to fucking push him into the matches that we want to see him in. Jeez. Uh, do, Do you have any comments or thoughts on Bobby Lashley in general?
0: WWE needs to go ahead and pull the trigger by having Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar
1: I know. At least, at,
0: at least, it's SummerSlam if Brock Lesnar is going to lose the title to Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania.
1: I know it. May, it just makes no damn fucking sense, dude. Maybe, Bob, maybe they, maybe they can give Bobby Lashley the uh, the Royal Rumble win next year. <laughs> maybe they give him a Royal Rumble win. I don't know. Anyways, uh, the final match we're going to discuss is Otis versus Dolph Ziggler.
0: Yeah, the feud that ruined an incredible storyline. How? It's a cliched uh, feud involving a text that Otis took out of context and... I don't know, the whole love story between Otis and Mandy Rose, it was pretty damn good up until that point. And now, this is supposed to be a love triangle in 2020. We've seen enough of those.
1: Oh my goodness! But this one's crazy. So do you, oh, do you think they're gonna pull a um, a uh, Chris Jericho versus Christian?
0: Yeah, possibly. By having Mandy Rose side with Dolph Ziggler
1: and screw over Otis. Well, no, no. Mandy Rose is uh, Mandy Rose is walking. She she's gonna be in Dolph Ziggler's corner. They've already confirmed that she's in uh, Ziggler's corner. Yeah. Well. So I think what if, what if they give Otis – what if they make it a happy <laughs> – what if they uh, have Mandy Rose turn on Ziggler and uh, go with Otis and help, help Otis get the victory over Ziggler?
0: It would be good to see Otis and Mandy Rose back together, but that love story is pretty much dead in the water at this point, <laughs> especially after Otis got buried at Elimination Chamber.
1: He didn't get buried. He went through a fucking K. Like he he was the highlight of the uh the men's rumble. I mean, the men's uh chamber.
0: Yeah, but Odor but Otis and Tucker
1: did not defeat the Tag Team Champions. It don't matter. They still they, they were the highlight. They they got over in the in the match.
0: Yeah, but then the crowd died when
1: Tucker got pinned. Exactly. That means they're still over. That means all they cared about was Otis and Tucker. That means Otis and Tucker are still the fucking, they're still hot, they're still hot, and people wanted this match anyways. People wanted Otis versus Ziggler at fucking on Chamber.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, suspicious. so it's one month too late.
1: I know, it I know. It, it, they did book this, they they booked this match a little too late, but uh, it is what it is. So, Ed Ray, based on the card, this card is awesome. I mean, the card is awesome. But it's so weird because there's not going to be any fans. Is that? And, yeah, and that's the, why it's a
0: heartbreaker. That's why it's going to be so hard to watch.
1: And the build, and what sucks is like the matches on paper look good, but there was no build up to half of these, or three fourth, three fourth of these, had no build up. And so it's it just that's why kinda, you
0: cannot have a two day WrestleMania or a WrestleMania that totals eight hours.
1: No, well, I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be six hours total. Three hours Saturday, three hours Sunday. They need to shorten it back to three hours in general, like <laughs> in nineteen ninety eight. But then they'll lose, uh, they'll lose their stars to AEW if they shorten it, because then they can't put everybody in the in Mania.
0: Yeah, but the WWE wrestlers aren't getting paid as much as they would be paid.
1: Uh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what that's what uh, Braun Strowman was saying, that they're not being paid uh, uh, the right amount or whatever without the fans of the merch sales and all that good, good jolly good stuff. Oh, boy. Oh, Ed Ray. WrestleMania's is crazy. We did a lot, Ed Ray. Ed Ray, today, me and you, we ranked Stone Cold Steve Austin's matches and then we gave our predictions for WrestleMania 36, which is this Saturday, this Sunday. We will be live streaming the event, uh, events and talking and chatting and drinking, having fun, doing the Zoom stuff. Um, I think this was good, good fun. This was a good fun wrestling chatting episode, Ed Ray. Thank you, and thank you for sharing your opinions. Because your opinions are fine. It's all fine. Because all we have here are opinions and Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA beer. We are a million
0: to the of